Um, Anthony Michael Hall was the youngest of the Brat Pack. Really? He was only 16. I thought it was. In the Breakfast Club. I thought it was Molly Ringwald. Nope. He was 16 years old. She was five years younger than most of the other Brat Pack members. Molly Ringwald was reluctant reluctant to party with the others. He, um, Anthony Michael Hall actually was a big partier. He said by the time he was 17, he was drinking vodka by the court. Like the court, the Los Angeles courthouse? No, I don't think so. I think he means a tennis court or a court of liquid. Hmm. Oh, like a, a liquid measuring unit. Yeah. Got it. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. The next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Welcome back to the Misty and Ike program. Hello, Ike. Hello, Misty. What's with the seriousness? What's with these homies dissing my girl? No. Why do they have to front? Do you Done. <clears throat> I'm singing this week. You are. You're in a very singy mood. It's probably because I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew and I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. And Halloween candy. <laughs> yeah. All week. All week. Still on sale, folks. Still on sale. Let's uh, keep it tight. Keep it right. Let's do 15 minutes starting now. <laughs> okay. Well, today, well, what I want to talk about. Today on Misty and I. Today on Misty and I. So it's John Hughes week. Yep. And we have talked about uh, who you would be in a John Hughes movie. Yep. You were John Bender from The Breakfast Club. We have talked about Ferris Bueller's Day Off versus The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. We have talked about the best and worst John Hughes movies. Mm-hmm. Today, I feel like we need to pay a little respect to a group of individuals who are a huge part of the John Hughes universe. Okay. The Brat Pack. All right. Okay. So. Anything specific? <laughs> yes. Just work with me here. Okay. <laughs> I'll work here. So the Brat Pack is who the the name of the teenagers that were involved in all of the different John Hughes teen movies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a play on the Rat Pack. Um, so some of these people, let's see, there was Judd Nelson, Emilio Estevez, uh, Ali Sheedy, mm-hmm. Demi Moore, Andrew McCarthy, Rob Lowe, Molly Ringwald, Mayor Winningham. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, occasionally, appearances by Charlie Sheen, James Emilio, Spader. Emilio Estevez. I said him. Just want to make sure. Okay. And our absolute favorite, Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Way back in the day. Well, Rob Lowe's my favorite. I do love Rob Lowe. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. His podcast is life. Like, it makes me laugh so hard. I... I've never heard it. I find great pleasure in people that can make fun of themselves. Like who they who they used to be. Yeah. You know? He's definitely one of them. He is definitely one of them. Um, so, requirements for admission into the, brack pa- the Brat Pack. Okay. What do you got to do? So, you had to be in... Generally, you had to star in St. Elmo's Fire or The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. <laughs> both which were released in 1985. Yep. Ensemble movies. Um, and that pretty much wraps up like all all of the people that were a, a member. They were in one or both of those movies. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, who's your favorite Rat Packer? So you said Rob Lowe. I like, Is there? A- I like Rob Lowe. I like Emilio Estevez. Okay. I like Rob Lowe and I like Andrew McCarthy very much. He was the um, the boyfriend in Pretty in Pink. Who was the um, the square dude with the sunglasses in... Um, I'm looking at his picture. What movie? Uh, sorry. Uh, in The Breakfast Club. He was like the bored kid. It was like, wasn't supposed to be there. He's like a square. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. He was also in Weird Science. Yeah. I like him too. Yeah. He was... Um, I want to say that Weird Science was John Hughes, like, third or fourth movie, and I, he found him. I did not know that Demi Moore and Emilio Estevez had a thang-thang. And I believe Demi Moore and Rob Lowe had a thang-thang for a while. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I think Rob Lowe got, he got around. <laughs> He'll talk about that. <laughs> he did his thing. On the reg, yeah. yeah. He, he had his day. Um, Andrew McCarthy actually, ha- aside from being a... A director and producer on a lot of like TV show stuff. He's a writer as well, just like Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe's written a couple of books. Um, I think one of them's called Stories I Tell My Friends. It's really good. And then Andrew McCarthy writes travel books about his experiences traveling. Oh shit! He's super a, interesting. He's a vlogger. Yeah. Should we address the 1988 Rob Lowe scandal? We can, because that really shook. Shook the old brat pack. Yeah. If you thought uh, Paris Hilton and uh, the Kardashians had a corner on sex tapes. Oof. 1988, a scandal nearly destroyed Rob Lowe's career just as the brat pack era was concluding. Lowe filmed himself having sexes with a 16-year-old girl. You know, and the tape became public. I might be wrong, but if I remember correctly, when a lot of that like finally came out some years later... That story also involved that girl's mom. In the movie? No, I think the mom was the one taping it. What? Something weird like that. Just to uh, throw a little light on the shade that we're throwing on Lowe here, it was legal at the time for Lowe to have sex with the girl. The age of consent in Georgia was 14 at the time. Yep. How old was he? Good question. In 1988, how old is he now? He got sober about a year later, if I... Somewhere around there. Like, not long after that, though. He got sober and cleaned up his act quite a bit. He was 24. Oh. Because he's, 50, he's 56 now. He was born in 64. Okay. So, Oof. 24 years old. All right. Still looks pretty good for 56. He looks, he looks pretty fantastic. Pretty he's a beautiful, beautiful man. Yep. Very attractive. Some of us have it. Some of us don't. <laughs> Um, so the Brat Packer that hated that name the most was actually Emilio Estevez. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He, uh, he thinks that the referring to him as that is just lazy and unoriginal. I'm like, mm, mm, eh. I don't know. I mean, I, I consider it like, I mean, I would have thought back then, you know, it was a badge of honor, you know, being a part of like Hollywood's up and coming. This is one of those episodes where I'm breeding more than I'm talking. <laughs> was, yeah. Um, what What are you reading about? Well, I'm, I got a list here of 42 fascinating facts mm. about the Brat Pack. And number 32 that says Brats by Association. So I'm, oh, I'm reading okay. this, uh, at, learning about it for the first time as I'm reading it. But 
According to Daniel Bloom, the first Brat Pack film was actually Taps in 1981. It starred Timothy Hutton, Sean Penn, and Tom Cruise. Timothy Hutton. And it's about a group of military school students uh, who stage a coup to protect their school from being shut down. Right. None of the people traditionally labeled as being part of the Brat Pack are in the film, but Penn and Cruise frequently work with those people in other projects, so they occasionally make the list. Hmm. Interesting. And your boy Timothy Hutton never got counted in the... No, because he moved on to some pretty serious acting very, very quickly. Well, your boy Tom Cruise kind of did it too. Trying to remember who it is that has a great story about, I want to say maybe it's Rob Lowe actually, talks about when they went to go and audition the second time for The Outsiders, Mm -hmm. that they went to go check into the hotel. And I think that they were in New York City. Oh, yeah. And that they went up to the front desk and they were supposed to share a room and Tom Cruise threw an absolute hissy fit about right. sharing a room with someone. Yeah, and nobody knew who Rob Lowe was at the time, so he right? didn't care. He's just like, well, okay, I hope yeah. they get this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I found this really, really funny when I read this. So you've got this super trendy, cool group of like, you know, 20-somethings that are the up-and-coming like darlings of Hollywood. Do you know where they like to hang out the most? Man, I couldn't even guess. The Hard Rock Cafe. In L.A.? Yes. <laughs> at, at Universal? It, it didn't used to be there. Where was the it? Where was it back then? Let's look it up. I don't know. Look it up. They used to hang out at the Hard Rock Cafe. They would have their, you know, their big table, their big booth in the corner, and hold court, just like the Rat Pack used to in Vegas. Hmm. The original Hard Rock Cafe where Morrison Hotel album uh, back cover was shot. Interesting. It is. Whoa. The rear cover of the doors. Morrison Hotel album features a photograph of the original Hard Rock Cafe, which was unrelated to the chain of Hard Rock Cafes. Hmm. Still a Hard Rock Cafe. That's, that's totally true. Oh, here's a map. It is... On Wall and Fifth. Weird place. That is weird. Let's zoom out. Like, is it really? downtown? Yeah. It's right in the middle of Skid Row. Yeah. What, what, what is now Which Skid makes Row. sense, because then they could go out and score drugs. That's true. But it's right <laughs> in the middle of downtown. Do you think they all had like downtown high-rises or something? I don't know. I would have thought that they would have lived west side. I thought they would live in the hills, too. They all strike me as west siders. Yeah. This is like south of MacArthur Park. It's like downtown. Huh. But then again, there were cabs back in the day. That's very true. You did not have to hang out with cars. Car services. That's true. Car services were big back then. Um, Anthony Michael Hall was the youngest of the Brat Pack. Really? He was only 16. I thought it was. In the Breakfast Club. I thought it was Molly Ringwald. Nope. He was 16 years old. She was five years younger than most of the other Brat Pack members. Molly Ringwald yeah. was reluctant, reluctant to party with the <laughs> others. He, um, Anthony Michael Hall actually was a big partier. He said by the time he was 17, he was drinking vodka by the court. Like the court? Well, the Los Angeles courthouse? No, I don't think so. I think he means a... Tennis court? Or a court of liquid. Hmm. Oh, like a, a liquid measuring unit. Yeah. Got it. Um... Demi Moore is considered to be a part of the Brat Pack, but it's kind of weird because actually when they were shooting St. Elmo's Fire, um, Joel Schumacher gave her an ultimatum and said, if you don't kick your habit, then we're going to kick you off the movie. And so she started her rehab 
while filming that. And so oh. she had to stay away from everyone. That must have been tough. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she, I mean, she was a, a part of that, but she definitely was on her way out of that party scene at that point mm-hmm. and moving on with, you know, life, the rest of her career. Um, I found this to be super duper funny. So Joel Schumacher, again, the director of St. Elmo's Fire, mm-hmm. <laughs> they asked him a question and said, out of the Brat Pack, which one would you name most likely to succeed? And he named Ali Sheedy, who was the weird girl in the Breakfast Club. That's who he picked out of all of them. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, she did, you know, she struggled a lot and went through a kind of a downturn in her career in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. And then she's kind of made a comeback. She's done a lot of TV stuff in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. Did you know that Hall mm-hmm. turned down Full Metal Jacket from Stanley Kubrick? Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah. What role? In the late 1980s, Hall was a hot young star thanks to his Brat Pack films, and naturally directors were pursuing him to be in their film projects. Amazingly, one of those directors was none other than Stanley Kubrick. Fans of that legendary director will know that Kubrick was casting for his Vietnam War film Full Metal Jacket at the time, and he wanted Hall for the lead role. Kubrick even declared that Hall's debut in uh, in the film world would most promising... What... What the fuck am I reading? <laughs> Isaac Hall's, reads good. Hall's debut in the film world, the most promising one since Jimmy Stewart's. That's re- wow. very weirdly worded. Sadly for Hall, Matthew Modine ended up taking the role instead. Oh, wow. I can't imagine that movie without Matthew Modine in exactly. that role. Exactly, He was perfect for it. Literally I cannot imagine Anthony Michael Hall doing that role. I just, there's just no way. Yeah. But didn't Anthony Michael Hall, didn't, wasn't he in Edward Scissorhands? Didn't he play Winona oh, Ryder's boyfriend? I think so. Or brother. Yeah. I think you're right. Throwback to last week yeah. to our Tim Burton episode. Spooky. Spooky. That's why we are all jacked up on all this yeah. candy this week. Um, Ironically enough, we didn't have any candy when we were filming that. We didn't. It's it weird. weird. Um, here's something that I think was actually really funny. So, you know, there was an article that was written that spurred this entire, uh, brat pack, like name for them. Um, obviously a lot of them reacted in different ways to that. And, um, a lot of them started to make film choices based on moving away from those movies. And Despite being in a lot of those movies together, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, and Andrew McCarthy have never appeared in a film again after that article was published. They've never appeared together in another film. Oh, weird. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. They just said, nope. Did you... Time to not do that. Yeah. So here's a weird question. I mean, I understand he wasn't in any of the other movies, but he was around the same age. How come Matthew Broderick wasn't a member of the Brat Pack? Mm. Why didn't he go hang out with them? I think was he, he was, too like straight and narrow. I think he's in like the Tom Cruise level, where it's just like he blew up. And <laughs> Do you think was, that when did he and Sarah Jessica Parker get together? Ooh, that's a good question. Because I know she dated Robert Downey Jr. before that and was with him for a lot of his like drug era, but then she married Matthew Broderick. Um, while I'm looking this up. Did you know that Molly Ringwald and John Hughes had a thing? What? 
While Molly Ringwald and John Hughes had formed a strong bond during such films as Sixteen Candles and The Breakfast Club, their relation de- relationship deteriorated around the end of the 80s. That coupled with her film career stagnating, it caused Ringwald to leave the U.S. for France. Mm-hmm. She lived there for five years before eventually... I don't think that that means they were they dated. I don't think so. She's done a lot of interviews about reflecting on John the John Hughes movies she was in and stuff like that. I think she would have talked about that. I think what that means is like their relationship of him being a, a filmmaker mentor to her okay. and her being like, you know, one of his muses. Whoa, I didn't even remember we had a timer going. <laughs> Uh, she split with um, Robert Downey Jr. in 91, and they met through Broadway. Her and Broderick? Yep. Matthew Broderick? They, they shared a love of theater. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. The theater. Well, that's our weird facts about the Brat Packers. Yeah, Brat Pack it up, folks. Brat Packing it up. Brat, 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 brat. And it's Thursday, episode 74. Oh, my God. Yep. <sighs> Are we gonna have to hit a hundred by Thanksgiving? I don't. I can't math. No, that's twenty-five. It'll be the middle of December. Yeah. All right. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Bye. Bye.